Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by Butte High football coach Ari Gray. How are you doing today, man? Doing wonderful. You know, it's great, uh, great to be on. Thanks for uh, allowing me to, you know, chat it up and and uh, talk about, you know, really whatever you want to talk about. We're good to go. No problem, man. No problem. So, I guess I just want to start this out. You know, what kind of wanted or what kind of got you into wanting to start coaching? <laughs> um. You know, it is kind of it's kind of a funny story as you look back. Uh, you know, my freshman year in college, I started in marketing um, at Montana State, and and probably, you know, that's probably one of my better semesters in college. Is when I was at Montana State. I don't know if people want to know that. You know, as that now that I'm in education, I guess when I was in my education classes, I did a pretty good job there as well. But uh, and spent a semester there, and 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 didn't really know what I was doing. You know, I came out of Deer Lodge, Montana, and really had no clue you know, what I wanted to do, you know, fortunately for me, I had an aunt that was a teacher uh, in a two room schoolhouse in Garrison, Montana. And so, you know, my aunt Cheryl was, she's, you know, pretty inspirational lady for, for me. And it was one of those deals where I was like, well, maybe I'll try this like, like teaching thing. And, and, and then I guess you can be a coach and, and you can yeah. do that thing. And then obviously, you know, growing up had, you know, great coaches that I got to be around and, and some phenomenal teachers that, you know, kind of paved the way for me. And so I decided, I was like, I'll, I'll give this thing a, you know, a, a world and see what happens. And then, you know, obviously the idea that, you know, June, July, and August, man, you always got those months off and you get every holiday off and, and uh, you know, but ultimately I think then once you got into the the whole teaching and the thing, you realize, man, this is a pretty amazing profession to be in and, and, you know, having the opportunity to, to work with, you know, young minds is, is pretty powerful. And, and I think that, you know, un- you know, unfortunately for the kids that I've taught and coach, I think I probably learned more from them than they probably have learned from me. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome for sure. So, you know, you mentioned it with you being a teacher. How neat is it to have those kids not only on the sidelines, but in the classroom as well? Oh, I think that's just a, it's a neat thing. I The thing that I always tell people is like my favorite part of what I do is not necessarily like the game night or the test day um, or, you know, the things that everybody's like, oh, the exciting part, parts of it. Mine are the seeing them in practice, seeing them in the classroom, seeing them do things that not everybody gets to see on the big stage. And, and, and that's the thing that, you know, I enjoy. That's my favorite part of being in education is, is watching kids, you know, figure something out in the classroom and, and uh, you know, figure something out on the practice field or in the, in the weight room, wherever it may be, and just seeing them, you know, kind of grow in that sense. And, and uh, you know, when the lights aren't on and people aren't around and, and everybody wants to talk about that stuff, you know, they want right. to talk about the hour. They don't, they don't, you know, people think that they show up on a Friday night or they show up at a track meet or they show up on test day and, and it just, Oh, that just naturally happened. It's like, no, and there's a lot of, lot of blood, sweat and tears and, and, you know, frustration that goes on. Um, and those are my favorite times to be around kids is, is watching kids kind of grow and improve and, and do, do things that, that maybe they didn't think they could do, you know, and, and succeed in, in ways that, you know, when they woke up that day, they, they weren't hundred percent sure it was going to work out for them, you know, and then it ends up working out for them because of their perseverance. Oh, that's awesome for sure. So you guys are coming up here. You're going to start obviously practicing and then games here soon. So what do you guys, or what do you tell your guys to help kind of buy them into your program? <laughs> that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think when it comes to, to getting people to kind of buy into your program, I think the first thing that we do is let them know that we care about them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the most important thing is, is they don't, they don't care how much, you know, 
until they know you care, you know? And, and, and I, and I think that that's important for us is, is, is to be, to be vulnerable with our kids and to, to let them know that we're there for them. And it's not about, you know, you know, winning and the losing. I think a lot of people get kind of frustrated because we don't, we don't talk a lot about winning and losing. You know, we talk about trusting, you know, you know, using the cliche of trust the process and, and, and focus on, you know, that moment and get your 1% better and all your little slogans that we use and things that we talk about there. But, but ultimately for us, it's, you know, to get the kids to buy into our program is, is I want number one, for them to know that I care about them as a person, not as an athlete, not as a player. And, and I think that that's, you know, that they have more value to me, you know, there. I care more about what they do outside of the athletic world than I do about inside the athletic world. Are they good people? You know, are they, you know, I always try to tell kids, it's like, Hey, my job is to make you a productive member of society. Like, are you a productive mm-hmm. member of society? Are you doing the things that you're supposed to be doing? And, and I think that, you know, that's way more important to us than, than anything else. And I think that once you do that, kids kind of, you know, buy into to what you do. And, and uh, then, like I say, with everything, everybody, you know, I'd love to say we got a hundred percent buy-in, but I think that, you know, being a realist, there's some kids that, you know, we don't, and, and, and then we're, that's our job to figure out how to get them and reach them. And some we do, some we don't, but uh, you know, we're going to have fun and, and we're going to fly around and, and uh, we're going to bring a lot of energy. And, and like I tell our kid, we're going to coach them hard, you know, and I'm a tough love them just like they're one of my kids. And I, and they are like, ultimately if I could get them all to move into, you know, one big dorm and I could, you know, take care of them in that sense would be great. I just, I just enjoy, you know, I enjoy being around them. And like I said, you know, game night's great, but I enjoy the sitting in our office, you know, sitting in the weight room and sitting in the classroom out, you know, before practice or whatever, maybe just kind of hanging out and talking and, and giving each other a hard time. And that's, that's the good stuff. That's, those are the things they remember. You know, they, they talk about like the bus rides and they talk about the locker room, you know, like very rarely, do they talk about like the games, game right. nights, you know, like the favorite moments aren't usually the game nights and, and uh, their favorite moments are that they're being with their buddies. Cause you know, those are things that are important. For sure. For sure. So, you know, how for you personally need is it to be the head coach of Butte? Cause I mean, I think the town of Butte is just amazing. So how neat is it for you to be the head coach of the high school football team there? Yeah, that's, you know, that's a great question. I mean, that's it. So, it's an honor. Let me just put it that way. Um, when I grew up in high school, my high school football coach was a guy by the name of Al Cutler. Al Cutler played for, for Butte High on some state championship football teams. He's an all-state tied in for the, for the Bulldogs in the 1960s. And so um, for me then to get the opportunity, you know, he talked about it all the time. And he talked about how great of a community is. And, and being from Deer Lodge, which is, you know, what, 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always had that. The, you know, Butte always has had that mystique of this great city. And it is. It's an unbelievable yeah. place. And so for me, it's my dream job. Um, and, you know, I'm honored, you know, to be the head coach of Butte High School. I think that uh, I feel very fortunate. I understand how my role, I understand how important it is that, that I, you know, do a good job with, with this program. And, and, and I, and I care for it is, is, you know, and it's, it's important to me. It's, it's my life. It's, you know, other than my, my wife and my, my four children, you know, this is the, you know, that probably the mo- one of the most important things in my life is what we do here, you know, and, mm-hmm. and obviously, and I think that sometimes my wife and my kids would question which one's number one, which <laughs> one's number two, you know, um, even though I do know that they do, they, they do enjoy when football season starts because I'm out of their way and they can get pretty much whatever they want. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's an, it's an absolute honor to be, 
to be a, uh, at Butte High to be the head coach for the Bulldogs. And, uh, you know, I was looking at, we have a really neat tradition um, here in Butte called the Silver Bees, where after 25 years after their first letter, they get to join, you know, one of the greatest fraternities there is and, and former letter winners at Butte High School. And, and I always, you know, talk about how it would, that it's my dream to be in it and I'll never be in it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll never have that opportunity to be to be a silver bee. And and that silver bee night is, is one of my favorite nights of the year. You know, they honor those guys before our game and and we get a chance to walk through the, you know, the end of the gym and talk to them and, and, and meet them. And so, um, yeah, it's an honor. It's an absolute honor to be here in Butte. And, and I feel very fortunate um, that uh, they gave me the opportunity. Wow, that's that's so cool to hear. And I love that you guys in the town have that silver bee club that sounds really neat to bring the people back to the community that's awesome yeah i think it's it's, it's a neat week it's a neat thing and, and i thought one thing that's cool about butte is it does a phenomenal job of honoring it's you know it's past for sure so you know again just kind of building on that what does it mean to have the support of the town you know i mean i know in billings it's kind of hard because we have three schools but in Butte, you are the school. So what does it mean to have the support of the town? Oh, it's neat. It's, I tell you, you go in, you know, Friday nights in, in Naranchi stadium are pretty amazing. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty cool experience. And so, you know, with that, I think that, you know, you know, we use that, you know, I feel like we have the best crowd, um, you know, we have the best fans and, and they're supportive and our community is supportive. And, and, you know, they, they just, I always tell people, I said, if you want to run something or you want something run, just call somebody from Butte and they'll do it, you know, and they'll do a phenomenal job and the community will be behind it and they'll work their tails off, you know, for it. And so, and that's what it is like with support here. I mean, it's neat, you know, it's, it's, it's got a, it's got a little Friday night lights from Texas high school football in it. And, you know, and it's got that mentality of that, you know, I mean, we have a lot of people that come watch our practices and we have a lot of people, you know, we have a midnight practice this week. And, and so we'll have, you know, we'll have 40, 50 people watching our practice that night, you know, and, and, you know, it's not as intense and as, as crazy as Friday night lights with, you know, with Tim McGraw coming down and, you know, you know, <laughs> grabbing his kid and yelling at him and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a big deal. And, and it's, uh, you know, it means something to be from Butte and the, and the people of Butte are supportive and, and they take care of, you know, one another. That's awesome. So, you know, Butte has come out with quite a few, good football players in the last few years. The main one that I can think of, because I'm a Bobcat fan, is Tommy Malott. So how does having success at the next level for Butte players, what does that mean for your team now? Well, I, I think it's neat, you know, when they have, you know, guys like, you know, Tommy that, that come back and, and and see, you know, what they're doing and have it, you know, and care about what this this tradition is. We talk about, like, leave your, you know, leave your legacy and how do you want to leave your legacy and how do you want to leave your jersey and, and what's, you know, what are people going to think of, you know, number two for the rest of your, you know, forever? Like, oh, this guy was number two. He was the man. Like, mm. you know, how, how are you going to leave that legacy? And, and we've been very fortunate, you know, um, we were, I was, I was joking. I was talking with Colt Anderson's brother, you know, Luke was in today um, and he and Ross Richardson were in and we we're talking and, and joking back and forth on things. And it was like, how cool is it? Like you have Colt who was an undrafted guy and, he, and ended up playing in the NFL for you know multiple years. And you got a guy by the name of Dylan Cook right now, who's with the, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, yeah. and he's, you know, they're both Butte high grads, you know, they're both undrafted guys and, and what they're going to do. And, and they, and they all give back, you know, they give back to the community, you know, the amount that, that Colt Anderson has given back and, and Tommy Malott, but all of them, like we even have ki- a kid, young man that graduated this past year and, and Casey Kautzman and what he's given back to our community, you know, as a kicker and, 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 and the things that happened, I think that, you know, those guys that graduate from Butte, it means something 
to be a Butte High Bulldog. And I think that they're always, always willing to come back and give back to our program and other programs and the community because of the support that they had from this community. I think that, you know, that the number of people that last year jumped on that, that, that bandwagon for Tommy football or Tommy touchdown or, you know, like, you know, like we like to say like Tommy, you know, like he's, that's who he is. Um, And, and, and we're so proud of what he did, you know, and, and I think that, you know, that's, that's a neat thing that, that our community does. And then I think that, you know, you look at those guys that have played for us and have given back to the community. Just, I think it's just, it's such a special place that people are always willing to, to help and give back. Oh, that's awesome. So now I want to talk about this year a little bit, because obviously we're coming up on beginning of practices and beginning of games here in a couple of weeks. How do you think the Bulldogs are going to be this year? You're not a, you're not a senior Bronc, are you? I went to West High. Oh, you're West High Golden Bear. Yeah. All right. That's all right. So that's good. So, you know, we obviously we opened this year against, you know, Billing Senior. You know, here's the thing for us is is we're going to spend this early part of the year, you know, kind of trying to find depth and and, and where we're at there. And I think that that's, that's cr- critical, to, you know, to our development as the year goes on. Um, I'm a huge fan of the non-conference games that we moved to in 2019. I just think that it, it changes things and the dynamic of how you do things. I don't think that um, you have that stress of, man, week one is so important, you okay. know, and we've got to be this and we've got to, you know, I think now you're like, all right, hey, we can develop some more guys and we can do some things. And I think that in the long run, it's going to, I think it's making a better product that we're putting out there because of that. Um, and so, you know, for us, we're just going to be, we're, we're, yeah, we're going to trust the process. We're going to get better every day. You know, what can we do to, you know, to, to make ourselves a better football player and then a better unit and then a better team. And if we can take care of those little things, like, and, and, and focus on that, we'll be all right. And that's something that, you know, we can't get too far ahead. You know, we're, we'll get to one game. Everybody's like, how are you guys going to be? I was like, you know, we'll be all right. We're going to play hard. We're going to play physical. We're going to play fast. And, and uh, if we can continue to improve every single day and, and jail, I think good things will happen. And, you know, but we're excited. It's a tough league. Double A is a, yeah. just a brutal league. You look at, you know, like I love, you know, we, the, you know, we play Billing Senior, Gray Falls High, you know, our two non-conference games. And I just think that those are two tough teams and tough programs, you know, for then that helps prepare us as we get into our conference in the Western double A, you know, to, to do some things, you know, and I think that's important, you know, and I think that, you know, we got West high on the, on the, on the deal on the, on the docket in a year. So, you know, I think we play down in Billings so you can come stand on our side, come on our sideline and hang out with us. We're purple. We'll get you some purple. There you, you go. Know? And, <laughs> you know, you know, to heck with Coach Stanton. We're not going to wear that West High stuff. You can wear some purple and some white, and we'll, we'll, you know, you can hang out with us and do that stuff. And so, um, you know, like I said, those, you know, those teams, you know, that that non-conference game is just critical for you and, and what you do. And so, kind of gives you an idea where yeah, last year we lost a tough heartbreaker to to Billing Senior um, on, a, on a on a field goal at the end of the game. And so for us to then, you know, rebound and see what we're going to do. And we got a long ways to go. Like I said, mm-hmm. you know, got a long ways to go, and and not a lot of time to get there. And so, you know, you better, better come ready to roll and, and take advantage of your opportunity, take advantage of your, of your rep. And, and uh, we talked a lot about that, you know, when you get a chance to to do something, go do something great and and go have fun. For sure. So, you know, you mentioned the whole breakup of double A and that wasn't there when I was in school because we didn't have Belgrade and Gallatin uh, when I was in school. So what has it been like to have those two new schools in the conference? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. You know, I think you get a 16 team, you know, league you know, with two eight team conferences. And I think that it really, what it does is it, it, it opens the door for some pretty neat things that you can do. Um, I think that, uh, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the, 
of the non-conference games. I think that it, it's good for the league and I think it's a good, you know, and, and, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, it's, you know, yet, you, you know, nobody want, likes non-conference games. Nobody likes this, that and everything. And I, and I always giggle. I was like, well, that's weird because we're one of the, like the only leagues in America that didn't have a non-conference game, you know? Right. So like what, like, so everybody else is like, oh, well, we wish we had what these guys had, you know, and some of the old purists and I get it and I understand it's, you know, tradition. And a lot of times people have a hard time changing tradition. And, and, you know, like I said, it's okay. Like it's all right to change. It's all right to try something different. And so, um, you know, I think that that adds to it. It makes it a neat league. And, and I think that you, know, you look and see what you know, Gallatin has done in, in a short amount of time and, and the success they've had really quickly. And I think Belgrade's, you know, just going to continue to do that and continue to grow. I mean, I, I mean, that's tough. I mean, that's a tough jump. You know what I mean? It's right. not like they were a new school coming in and they get it, it like it was they jumped they made the jump from a to a to double a and I, I i think that's difficult i don't think people realize how tough that is um there's a big jump from a to double a um mm. and and i think that you know for us it, it, it's exciting as a league to to have eight eight and eight and 16 total and and what you can do and just like I said more opportunities it was the years that i coached when it was brutal was when there were an odd number of teams and you always had a buy or you had a, oh, yeah. you, know, you had something like that and you had to go find a game. You know, now you don't have that. Granted, I would love to see our state showcase itself. And, you know, one of the things I'd love to see is either let's play, you know, all of our non-conference games. The first week of non-conference is play them all in Butte and Aranchi Stadium, play four on Thursday, four on Friday and, and roll. You got a great game and get after it. And, and like I always try to joke with those guys, I said, I bet you're going to make more on the gate, you know, here in Butte, America. You know, when when Billings and Glacier play, or, you know, Kalispell play each other, then you are when Kalispell and Billings have to go on the road for nine hours and play each other. Yeah. You know? And then you'll have to do overnight stuff and just come down and play. We can do that stuff. I said, you know, it would be kind of fun. And that's my big push. And I'm going to try to push for that and, you know, of, of doing that. And I think a lot of people are afraid to give up one of their home games. But I always giggle. The only team that really truly doesn't, like, we have four home games this year um, and five road games. Uh-huh. You know, just because Billings West and Billings Senior are playing each other, and Billings West is the road team and they're wearing their white jerseys on the other sideline. Doesn't mean that they had to, they still traveled the same amount as a home game, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it may stay away on the schedule, but it really, truly, it's still a home game. Yeah, and, no, I know. And, and so I look at it as like, Hey, you know, come on, throw a bone to, you know, us here in Butte and give us another opportunity for another, another game. And, and, uh, and I, and I think that that would be, you know, how fun would that be a tip off weekend where everybody in the state of Montana, you know, Butte's going to, have all those double A teams, all 16 and get them played and get them done and be a pretty, pretty cool deal. It would be. And I mean, Butte's pretty central for everybody. So it would be pretty easy to get everyone over there. Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be pretty neat. You know, it'd be fun. And so that's my big push. You, when you, you get more, you get more of those double A guys, what else are you going to talk to in the double A? Um, I know Bozeman so far, Helena, and I've talked to senior in West. <laughs> okay, good. You know, those are all yeah. good, good guys. They're all good people, you know, um, and so, yeah, you look at it, like, you know, say, put that bug in their ear, you know, like I think Billings would like, so they didn't have to go all the way to Kalispell and Kalispell the same thing. I mean, that's a long trip, you know, that is. Money and, you know, you'd think these ADs would jump on it. They're all ta- always worried about saving the buck or two. Yeah, for sure. No, that that's a long drive. It's like eight hours to Kalispell. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> for edge sure. For sure. Edge of the earth to edge of the earth. Yeah, that would be awesome to have that for sure. So, um, you know, I guess what is your, you kind of mentioned this, but what is your most rewarding part of coaching? Seeing kids succeed, you know, seeing kids, you know, do something that they didn't think they could do and accomplish something they didn't think they had the opportunity to do. And, and, 
and do that, you know, and I think that that's, you know, that what you, what you loved. I think that's what you, you, you live for is seeing kids do something that was, you know, they didn't know that they could do, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's fun. Like I, you know, when you watch these kids walk in as freshmen and then when they walk out as seniors, you know, how they've become, you know, young men and young women have just, they've just grown up so mm-hmm. much. And I think that that's, that's pretty neat to see, you know, them kind of come into their own and learn who they are and learn who, yeah. what they're about what they mean and stuff so um i guess that's kind of where i'm at there awesome and then you know obviously a big part of high school sports is you want to try to get them on to the next level playing college (laughs) ball so what is your role in that yeah i think that that's you know i think that's you know important thing you know um i know that you know for us we're going to always try to assist in the process of, of what's going on and and uh you know and i and the one thing we do tell them is patience which you know, let's be honest that it's 2022 and there, there is like zero patience whatsoever <laughs> in this country, in this world, you know, oh, I got to have it right now. You know, it's, it's the McDonaldization of society where the idea that, man, I just ordered my burger. I want it right now. And, and, and so we, we struggle with as a society of having patience and then social media, which is got so many good things, but has so many tough things. And these poor kids deal with this like, oh my God, this person has this many offers and this person has this many offers. And then you have, right. you know, colleges that, and I understand what they're doing. They're offering X amount of guys, but what people understand is they're offering, but they're also giving a deadline. Like, Hey, you need to, at this point in time, you need to commit and then we can go from there. And this is how many we've committed. So a lot of times these kids, they get, it's, it's tough and it's hard and they're seeing things. And like, we talk about, you know, and like when we meet this week, when we have our, one of our first meetings, I'm going to say, Hey, if you guys want to stay relaxed this year, get off social media for the year. Yeah. You know, stay off of it. Don't read, you know, press, you know, rat poison, you know, Nick Saban talks about rat poison and he talks about those things. And, and so, you know, that's the thing is don't fall into the rat poison. And that's the thing when it comes to recruiting, there's always a place for somebody. Mm. You, know, you just got to be patient. And, and I, once again, that's really hard. You know, and they're, it's just like, I always giggle, like our kids, my, I teach seniors. So that's, those are, those are the kids I have. And at the end of the year, about March, April is when the, them, their, the seniors and their parents are at like, they're, they're struggling. They're fighting with each other. Cause they all want to, you know, like the seniors, like I'm growing up, I'm a, I'm an adult and I'm, you know, and, and, the, mm-hmm. and their parents are like, no, you're not, you're not an adult yet. And, you know, and they're just back and forth. And then, and uh, you know, and they're and like little grandma, is like, no, where are you going to college? And, and they want to, and they're, and they're just constantly putting all this pressure on these kids. And the kids are like, ah, I, I'm, I'm just trying to graduate from high school right now. Like, can they, can they leave me alone? Can they quit picking on me? Can they, you know, quit asking yeah. these questions? And you just, you know, and everybody wants to know and they get like, well, where are you going to go? And what are you going to do? And, and how are things going to be? And so there's that pressure too. So trying to decipher through some of those things of like, Hey, relax, it's all going to work out, you know, be patient with it. Don't, don't, don't freak out, you know, when you haven't got an offer, don't freak out when, you know, things haven't worked. Hey, if, it, if it's meant to be, it'll be where you need to be is where you're going to be. And, and like I always tell people, it's like, be where your feet are, you know, mm-hmm. be where your feet are and the whole process, then, then things will work out. You know, like I'm still upset from 1997 when Florida state didn't offer. Like I'm still, I'm still, I'm still upset, <laughs> you know, like I, I like, and I haven't got over it yet, you know? So um, I, I think, and that was why like, I was telling people, it was my dream. It was my dream to go to Florida state. And then I realized like, uh, I am from Deer Lodge, Montana. They're not going to find me. And, and this is before there was big recruiting. I mean, there's recruiting surfaces, but, but they weren't the, they didn't have the camps and the things, you know, I was like, 
not that my mom and dad were going to fly me to Florida so that I could you know, <laughs> participate in some camp that, you know, my chances of getting on offer from Bobby Bowden and Florida state was like slim to none, you know? So yeah, like we all have our dreams, you know, like I had a dream to be whatever it was, but it didn't work out, but I still, the, the experiences that I had were critical to the development of me. And that's the same thing with these kids in the recruiting process is that these things that they're going to get from it are really good. They're going to, they're going to learn a lot of humility. They're going to learn a lot of like patience and, and if they can learn those things, they'll be successful. Well, that's awesome. Hey, I want to thank you so much for your time today. It's been yeah. awesome to talk to you, talk about Butte football. It's always fun to talk about Butte. So uh, good luck to your guys this fall. And um, you said you're in Billings. So when you're in Billings, I will um, be sure to come to the game. That's awesome. Sounds great. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for having Thanks me on. So that's awesome. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Bye.